What's up, everyone? This is James Quilty, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Your Faith podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about your identity, specifically your identity in Christ. What does that mean? And how can you use that as a springboard for you to have that abundant life that Jesus died to give you? So we're going to talk about that in this episode, so let's get to it. As followers of Christ, we know the reward that awaits us at the end of our lives. The big question is, how do we live our life here on earth as we walk towards eternity? Is it a sin to want to earn more money than what I already have, or should I be grateful for just getting by? Do I stay single like Paul, or do I get married? Am I less righteous for wanting a nice home or a new car? And is God more pleased with me if I'm in shape than if I was unhealthy? These are the questions that I had years ago, and through the scriptures, I found timeless principles that not only answered these simple questions, but unlocked a path to an abundant life that Jesus talked about. My name is James Quilty. Join me as I seek, share, and learn to apply the simple principles hidden in the Bible that teach us how to be successful in this life the way God intended. Welcome to the Beyond Your Faith podcast. So every time that we're in church and we're in our Bible study classes or we're in our life groups, we always talk about being in Christ, right? We always talk about, uh, you know, the identity of Christ and being with Christ. And as Christians and being saved, we are with Christ. And even Paul talks about taking uh, or leaving the old, uh, taking off the old person and, um, you know, stepping into that new person in, uh, you know, in the identity of Christ, right? But have you ever stopped to really think about what that actually means? And, and what do I mean by that? Well, it's interesting that within the, I think, the past year, I've been working with uh, some uh, um, coaching clients, you know, to help them, you know, to, to lose weight. And, um, I kind of stumbled upon this uh, concept and it wasn't, and you know, I wasn't even thinking about this, but it was actually, uh, one of, uh, you know, the clients when we were in our coaching session that actually brought this up and brought it to my attention. And I was like, wow. And it didn't, uh, it never clicked for me until she had brought that up. And she was talking about identity because of something that I had said. And being in, you know, um, you know, coaching, um, a lot of things, you know, I, I say, and it just comes from the heart. And and I truly believe that it's the Lord that is speaking you know, through me because I don't even, you know, think about specific concepts. It just it just comes through. And so I truly believe that I was communicate. The Lord was, you know, using me as a vessel to communicate uh, to her. And what uh, she had brought up was. Um, a uh, concept that I had shared with her about um, there has re there's research that has been done that has proven that we as humans will never do anything that we don't want to do. And in order for us to actually change our habits and change things, uh, you know, the way we think about things, we actually have to change um, our entire identity and way we look at ourselves. We'll never act outside of the belief system that we have for ourselves, right? And what do I mean by that? What I mean is, is that a lot of us have a certain picture of who we are because of past experiences, because of things that has happened to us or things that we have done, good or bad, and we develop this belief about ourselves. And that is what drives all of our choices, 
right? And so if you are um, overweight and you have struggled with your weight, and this is what I was sharing you with her, if you have not been able to lose weight and you're like, I'm doing all of the right things, um, a lot of times where the sticking point is is because you don't see yourself as a healthy person. You see yourself as being overweight and unhealthy. And because you have uh, that belief, because of the, the lifestyle that you have lived and because of the way that you look now, that is what you believe, right? And so you're never going to make any uh, healthy choices long term because why? And it's not because of society. It's not because of your job. It's not because of the food. Well, you know, partially, but it comes down to your belief because we're spiritual beings, and the problem is, is unless we tackle this problem from a spiritual standpoint, we are always going to fail. Does that make sense? So meaning that you have to change the way that you look at yourself. And like I was telling her, I said, you have to start adopting the um, the belief system and um, the habits of a healthy person. So when you are uh, faced with a choice that you would normally go to something unhealthy, you need to ask yourself a question, what would a uh, healthy person do, right? Because at least at that point, you are getting your focus off of what you just normally do and actually starting to become aware of the person that you want to become. Now, it doesn't mean that you know, you're always going to make the right choices, but at least you are starting to think in a different way and it starts to put things into perspective, right? And so for you to ultimately become that healthy person that you want to be, you have to start thinking like a healthy person. You have to start imagining and believing that you are a healthy person, not the person that you are currently in. Does that make sense? And it is the same thing with um, that identity of Christ, right? When we have come to Christ, you know, the, um, the uh, Jesus says, for us to all of you that are worrisome and burdened, come to me because I will give you rest, that my yoke is light. What was he actually saying in that uh, passage? He was telling us that, listen, all the things that you've been doing that has been wearing you down, you know what? Come to me, adopt my identity, take on my identity that I have because it is going to be light. You're not going to have all of the other worries that everyone else has to struggle with, right? He was giving us an opportunity to basically what I was telling um, the uh, my, my client that I was working with was uh, adopt the identity that I want you to have. Be the person that I created you to be. Be that person that you were ultimately created, that I died for to make sure that you live out that purpose. Does that make sense? That's why when Jesus was talking with his uh, disciples and talking about uh, giving them his authority, what happens when you adopt the um, belief system or you adopt the identity of somebody that you look up to? You, you want to, to be like them. You start modeling them. You start speaking like them. You start acting like them. You start doing the things that they do. 
Am I right? You know, I remember when I was a kid, I loved Star Wars. I did. And every um, time I got a chance to go outside and play, what would I do? I would always pretend like I was Luke Skywalker and I was saving the galaxy. I was fighting the evil empire. I was defeating Darth Vader. Why? Because I wanted to be that hero. You know, I looked at that character, Luke Skywalker, and I was like, wow, he's so brave. He has so much courage, right? He's not afraid of anything. You know, he's doing the right thing and he's saving um, uh, you know, the people he was sticking up for, you know, um, those people that couldn't uh, defend themselves, right? And I would pretend that I was him and I took on that identity, right? Well, it's the same thing in life. It's the same thing with your identity. And here's the kicker. If you don't start looking at yourself through the lens of Christ, meaning you are not that same person, you have come to him, he has come into your life. You have yielded yourself to his kingship and his authority. So what does that mean? That means you're not a wretched soul anymore. You are not a sinful creature anymore. You are blanketed with his righteousness, right? And you have to start seeing yourself as that. And then you're going to start to walk in the footsteps of that. Does that mean that you're going to make mistakes? Absolutely, right? Because we're still human. It doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. But what that means is, is that's going to help to change the way that you perceive yourself. Because a lot of Christians, I truly believe, are failing in life and we're failing our children and we're failing our country and we're failing the people around us in this world right now, in this dark time. Why? Because we are trying to walk like Christ, but we're still looking at ourselves the way that we used to be, right? We didn't, we're not doing what Paul told us to be, to do, which is to, um, crucify that old person to the cross and put on the new man, right? That new identity that we have in Christ, because remember, we will never operate or will never do anything outside of the belief that we have in ourselves. And if you're continually believing or thinking like you used to and looking at yourself the way that you used to be before you came to Christ and not looking at how you are, um, you are now that you are in Christ, you're never going to make a change right? You're always going to be that person. When somebody cuts you off, you're giving them the bird, right? Or you're, um, you, you're cursing at them, you know, in, in your car. Um, when, you know, somebody says something negative about you, you're always going to be that person that just flies off the handle and all this happens has to be defensive and defend themselves, right? When, uh, your kids, you know, do something uh, wrong, instead of being compassionate and gentle with them and guiding them, you're going to be that parent that yells, right? And then, um, you know, gets, you know, in their face, Right. And that's why we struggle so much because we're trying to be like Christ, but we're doing it in the identity of our old self. Does that make any sense? And so if you want to have a better life, if there are certain things that you want to become, you have to change the way you think about yourself. And it's interesting too, because we say this all the time when somebody asks you, so what do you do? Well, I'm a so-and-so, you know, I'm a fitness trainer. I am a doctor. I am an interior uh, designer, right? And why do you say that? Well, because you have been doing those things for a number of years and you have adopted that identity. And so you do those things as that person, right? Well, the same thing holds true. If you want to be like Christ, if you want to walk in his righteousness, you want to um, adopt his identity, 
you need to start adopting the way that he used or the way that he acts, the way that he modeled for us, being kind, being gentle, being peaceful. Does that mean that you're going to be perfect? No, but you at least have to see yourself through his eyes. That means you are no longer that sinful person before you came to Christ, right? And that means that you are walking in his authority. What does that even mean? That means that you have his ability to carry out all of the things that he wants you to do, right? And it's interesting because I, I believe also that a lot of struggles and a lot of challenges that we face are ordained by our creator because he is giving us opportunities for us to walk in that authority. And I believe that's why um, we had that picture or that illustration of Paul when he was praying um, and pleading with the Lord to take away that thorn, whatever that was. And the Lord said, no, um, my grace is sufficient. And I think what um, that was trying to model for us was um, Paul was trying to get rid of this in his flesh. He was trying to get rid of that in his own strength instead of relying on the authority of Christ. And we also have to understand something too, that a lot of times when we struggle, it is because we are trying to handle a spiritual issue with physical means and we are always going to fail that is why i you know, i believe that you know christ was saying you know, take my yoke take my identity here's my authority giving us that spiritual ability to handle spiritual struggles that come up right because when somebody cuts you off and you get angry guess what that is not a physical issue that is a spiritual issue right the enemy is right there the lord ordains the enemy to have these little you know interactions and these little challenges it's a spiritual thing and if we're always you know coming at these problems um these spiritual problems i should say or challenges in a physical way there's there's no match right we're gonna fail each and every time does that make any sense and it goes with any goal that you have if you want to lose weight you want to have a better marriage you want to uh raise um you know better you know uh more successful you know children you want um you know uh, make more money you want to have a more successful career yeah those are all things that we do here in the world but guess what those are physical manifestations of, of um, I should say, uh, spiritual principles that we have applied, right? We apply these spiritual principles, and when we do that, the physical manifestation shows the fruit. Does that make any sense, right? And so when you do the things that the Lord has laid out, when you follow his uh, principles and his laws, guess what? That shows up in this physical realm. For instance, I've shared this uh, you know, with all of you the uh um the the proverb that uh says um a harsh word stirs up anger but a gentle uh word uh <laughs> i'm gonna have to put that to memory <laughs> i'm gonna put that down um but a, a gentle word calms anger <laughs> I, or something like that um gosh i can't believe that you know i you i was just going over this the other week but Anyway, uh, that is a spiritual principle. So what happens when somebody is um, in your face or when somebody is angry and you give them a gentle word, it calms the situation down and it calms them down, right? That is a spiritual principle. But when somebody gets in your face and you get angry, guess what happens? Uh, it stirs up anger. That's where fights and that's where conflicts you know, come in. That's a spiritual issue. There's no way that you are going to be able to solve a spiritual problem with physical means. That's why... 
uh, and I'm gonna leave you with this. That's why we're having so many issues in the world today, right? We have um, the you know you know people that you know uh, are wanting to identify as man, uh, women that want to identify as men, you know men want to identify as women, trans transgenderism, and then we have wokeism, and we have all of these issues that are happening. And what are we doing? Will we listen to Fox News or CNN or whatever news station you uh, you uh, listen to? Guess what? They're like, well, it's the Democrats. Well, it's the Republicans and MAGA Republicans and blah, 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 Donald Trump and this, this and that right? They're, they're talking about these issues and they're like, well, you know, we need to do these programs or we need to do this. Or we need to get somebody out of office. They're looking at these problems, but they're spiritual issues. There's, uh, there's demonic forces that are at work in our country. Why? Because we were the ones that allowed um, God to be taken out of everywhere, out of the schools, out of the marketplace, out of our families, it was us. It was our fault. We fell asleep at the wheel. And so now the enemy is coming in, demonic forces, because the Lord has removed his hedge of protection. But how do we overcome this? Through spiritual principles. It is a spiritual problem, but it's manifesting itself in this physical realm. And the only way to fight that is through spiritual means. And the first thing that you can do is to change your identity. Everything starts with identity because you will never operate outside of the belief and the picture that you have of yourself. And it's if you're still looking at yourself as that old person before you came to Christ, you're always going to continue doing the same things over and over and over again and crying out to the Lord like, oh Lord, why am I such a wretched soul? When the Lord is like, what is wrong with you? You are not. You are a child. You are my child. And I have given you my authority and I have blanketed you with my righteousness. Stop thinking like you're that old person. <laughs> you're a new person and you are redeemed. Does that make any sense? <laughs> I hope I'm getting that through to you because I struggle with this so much. I still struggle with this um, a lot. But if it wasn't for me when I had a simple conversation with my wife about changing the way and my perspective and looking at myself and my abilities, I never would have started this podcast. I never would have been doing this that I'm doing right now, but it had to start spiritually. I tried for years and years to do it physically on my own and it never worked. I always ran into, it always felt like I was always running into this brick wall and I was like, why am I always making a step forward and two steps back, a step forward and two steps back? Why do I always hit this uh, this this uh, roadblock, you know. Why do I always, you know, pull back? What is the deal? What is you know? And my wife is like, yeah, you need to figure this out, you know, because you know you have a family and you know we need you, right? And I couldn't figure it out. And what it came down to was was because I was still looking at myself that old picture of myself before I came to Christ, that old you know person that was mean, that was self-centered, that was selfish, and it was all about him. I still looked at myself like that not realizing that when I came to Christ, that I had a new identity, that I was putting on the identity of Christ, that I had his, his authority. And once I finally accepted that, that was when things started to turn around. That's when I started to do things that I thought were utterly impossible. But again, it was because I was operating on a spiritual realm using spiritual principles and the, manifest the physical manifestation was the result of 
utilizing those spiritual principles. Does that make any sense? I hope this uh, helps all of you. Look back at your life. If there's something that you're struggling with, you got to change the way that you are thinking of yourself. You're not that old person. Change your identity because you are the identity in Christ. And it is a spiritual issue. And if you want to do something for yourself, you want to do something for the kingdom, you want to do something for your family, you want to do something for your community, the first thing you need to do is to change that identity. You are no longer that old person you that has been crucified on the cross. You are the new person in the glory of our heavenly Father. In Jesus Christ, you have his authority. You're blanketed in his righteousness. You have a whole new identity. Walk in that and you'll start seeing changes in your life almost immediately. All right, that's all I have for you. I hope you got some value out of this. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, I'm gonna talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found this episode informative, inspiring, and most of all, helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. Until next time, keep searching God's word and applying what you have learned to live an abundant life that honors him.